director of the International Olympic Center for Black Campus. Uh, here we have established Kamalakis, Joe the Board. We're joined by several task force and working with chairs and members. Don Thompson, Ian McPhee, Elena Gilly, Gary Hanakberg, and Patricia Nordani. We're here to discuss some of the highlights of this board's meeting held in New York during 19th to 21st, 2017. Stavros, this was second full meeting of the board in 2017. What were some of the highlights and key developments? We are exactly in the middle of uh, a very important year. And we've got two meetings and we've got two more. Several of our major projects are due to be uh, finalized at the end of this year in December. And we have made considerable progress during this meeting on these projects and others, as my colleagues uh, mentioned. I must say that we have started post-consultation work on very important and large projects such as the structure project and the safeguards project, but also on more small but equally important projects such as things that the revisions that we do on part C and uh, work that we're doing on professional scripts. My colleagues will speak more about that, but we only say that besides those, we've had an update on fees, and um, which is our uh, current uh, project. But most importantly, we held for the first time a joint meeting between the planning committee of the ESPA and the steering committee of the IAASP. And the purpose of this meeting, which went very well, was to prepare for a joint meeting the two boards that were planning in September. Subject matter of these meetings are coordination between the boards, between the independent boards. Uh, since we all realize that we have a number of uh, projects that overlap or require consistency in the way they are handled by the boards. So this was a very good, I should say, a very optimistic the beginning of uh, a new phase of coordination and cooperation boards. Thank you, Stavros. Helene Potsy was on the board's agenda for quite a large part of the uh, meeting week. What were the main uh, topics of discussion uh, on this uh, project and the main, the main takeaways from the board discussion? Thank you, Ken. Uh, and I agree with you, there was a lot of focus on the Part C projects during this board meeting, uh, since the agenda included both the inducement sections and also a presentation of the responses and the exposure graph regarding the applicability of Part C to professional Regarding the inducement sections, uh, we were aiming to obtain the board's approval for exposure of the four sections in the code that focus on inducements. That is section 250 for professional accountants and business, section 340 for professional accountants in public practice, and section 420 and 906 in the independence standards. Uh, at earlier board meetings, the discussions have mostly concerned section 250 in order to make consequential changes in section 340, but also tailor some of the guidance for cap situations. So because of this earlier focus on Section 250, we didn't have to spend a lot of time on that section during this meeting. But 
further focus on section 340, the examples there, and also the independent sections, and uh, especially the relationship between section 340 and the independent sections. And after some final amendments, today the board decided to prove that these sections will go out for disclosure. Of course, the task force is very happy about this. Uh, we plan to finalize the work and post the exposure draft uh, during July or August uh, with a 90-day comment time. The other topic the board discussed was the applicability of Part C to professional accountants in public practice. In January 2017, we released the exposure draft for the comment period that closed in April 25th. We received 39 comment letters and overall the the respondents were supportive of the objectives of the proposals and the holistic approach we have suggested. The responses also included some comments, especially about the clarity and the scope of the requirement paragraphs, and also some suggestions regarding the example. Concerns were also raised regarding some of the definitions in the code related to professional accountants, especially the definition of a professional accountant in public practice. Um, during this board meeting, the task force has uh, received some helpful feedback to those comments and the revised proposals that the task force had presented. Um, the task force will meet again in July and continue its work on the accumulated paragraphs. It will also align with the structured task force on some issues, and the objective is to present a second read to these paragraphs uh, to the board in September. Thank you, Karin. Let me now turn to Gary Hanafer, who chairs the Boards and Safeguards project. This project was coming back uh, to the board agenda after exposure, the seventh phase of the project. Gary, what were the main highlights of the board discussion? Thank you, Jim. Uh, let me begin by just recalling the fact that in December, the board meeting, uh, the board completed the first phase of the safeguards project in the improvement clarity of the workings and practices of safeguards in code. And at that point, we, um, we summarized the rationale for the decisions made uh, with respect to phase one in a document that staff document uh, entitled Basis for Agreement and Principle. Um, as well, at the December meeting, the, the board approved an exposure draft with respect to phase two of the safeguard project with a primary focus on, on the application of the conceptual agreement that was uh, agreed to on phase one portion of the project, in particular how it is applied in, uh, in uh, identifying, evaluating, and addressing threats on offshore services. Uh, the exposure draft was then released in January of 2017 with a comment period ending again in April 2017. We received 46 comments back from various stakeholders and uh, the task force met in May to discuss that feedback and we were able to bring forward to the board uh, a good summary of the feedback that we had received, noting in particular that there was some additional feedback pertaining to some of the decisions that we were in terms of phase one of the project as well as some additional issues that pertained to phase two of the project. We were able to, to bring a, a very good level of discussion forward on a number of the issues that have been identified as part, part of the phase two project and also discussed in particular some of the issues that continue to have, or are continue to have a few concerns with respect 
professional accountants. We had a robust discussion of, of the concerns that gave rise to uh, calls for greater uh, professional skepticism. Um, we discussed the rationale for addressing some of these concerns within the IESPA code, um, as well as ways in which those concerns might be addressed um, uh, inside the code or through some other means. Um, finally, uh, the board agreed that there was merit in the development of a consultation paper to further vet these issues um, and obtain views about feasible and pragmatic solutions to enhance the application of professional skepticism. Um, going forward, um, we look forward to uh, responses to the exposure draft, draft issued in May. And as a quick reminder, um, that exposure draft covered some proposed new application material on how compliance with the fundamental principles in the code support the application of professional skepticism in the audit and assurance context. And there is also some proposed new application material with respect to professional judgment. Our task force efforts will continue um, in evaluating the results of those exposure drafts um, in the development of a draft consultation paper. Um, and we look forward to our ongoing efforts and input of our stakeholders in those endeavors. Thank you very much, Trish. Don, thank you for coming to this uh, meeting for uh, um, structure phase two, uh, coming back from the exposure draft uh, um, that was issued in January. Uh, what was uh, the um, uh, session about and so what did you take away from the session? Well, can the project to restructure the code is nearing completion. Phase one, which established the key features of the restructuring and restructured a portion of the code, was agreed in principle last December. Phase two proposals, restructuring the remainder of the code, were exposed for comment this year with a May 25th deadline for comments. At this uh, June board meeting, the board received and considered the input from stakeholders together with the structured task force's initial analysis. Comments on the exposure draft reflect widespread support for the direction of the project and the consistency of phase two with the phase one decisions. Some respondents commented that further improvements could or should be made. Respondents' suggestions covered wording changes intended to improve the clarity of language, increase consistency, and or avoid possible inadvertent changes in meaning. And they also covered a number of comments on the phase one decisions and certain matters outside the scope of the project. Over the summer, the task force will give further consideration to stakeholder and board input. And at the September board meeting, we'll present any proposed changes to the restructured text. Various matters outside the scope of the structure project have been referred to another task force where appropriate or to the board for its attention. Thank you, Don. Let me now turn to working group member Ian McPhee. Uh, for the fees initiative. This is a topic that the board um, uh, started to address and, and, and study about 18 months ago. And Ian uh, is uh, one of the working group members who's been uh, actively involved in uh, understanding fact-finding activities. So Ian, there was an update on the uh, activities of the working group um, to date on the topic. Uh, what was uh, your take on the session? Uh, thanks, Ken. Well, uh, just to provide a brief context, uh, the board is committed to undertaking work 
on a number of fee related matters in response to comments from regulators and also the PIOB. The key focus of the working group is to see whether or to what extent there is a relationship between fees and compliance with the fundamental principles of the code or to independence. So the board uh, has agreed to undertake some academic research, um, a review of G20 um, regulatory arrangements in relation to fees, and uh, to, to see uh, what sort of evidence there is on these matters. And as well, the board has agreed to undertake a survey of key stakeholder groups to see what information we can, we can gather to support the working group's uh, focus. To date, um, work has been advanced on the survey that will go to key stakeholders and uh, we've agreed to undertake a little further work in refining the survey instrument before we issue it uh, in expected in October. And thank you, Stavros, Don, Ian, Aline and Gary. The next meeting of the ethics board will be held September 19 to 2017 at the offices of the American Institute of CEOs in New York. Ethics board meetings are open to the public and encourage those interested to observe our meetings. To register as an observer, go to the meetings page of the ethics board's website www.ethicsboard.org, where you can also find more information about the board and the project itself. Ethics Board records podcast summary following each meeting. You can subscribe to our podcast channel, iTunes, by searching IFAC Accountancy Podcast in the Apple iTunes Store. You can also follow us on Twitter at Ethics Board, at, at Ethics underscore Board. Thank you for listening.